Bulletproof Radio, a state of high performance. You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus, and that helps you make energy. It helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD plus even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD+. Check out Qualia NAD+, risk-free, for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash Dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave15, Qualia NAD+. It's what I use. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress, and take more control of your body? Welcome to Quantum Upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. Today's cool fact of the day is that You've often heard from me that the brain has the most mitochondria per cell of anywhere in the body. The brain, the eye, and the heart. But that's not actually true. The cool fact of the day for today is that the part of the body that has the very most mitochondria, these power plants per cell, is actually the ovaries. So in women, the ovaries have 10 times more power production capacity than the brain of a man or a woman, or at least then an individual brain cell, the ovaries are smaller than your brain. When you look at mitochondrial density, it's actually a pretty good indication of how important those tissues are. Now that might be a precursor to what we're gonna talk about on the show today. So if you have little ones present who simply don't know anything about the birds and the bees, well maybe this isn't the right episode for you, but we won't get too crazy. Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. ARRC LED beds integrate proprietary scanning technology and frequency protocols to shape the delivery of six different wavelengths in dose-optimized photobiomodulation. Yes, that's a lot of words. What it is, though, is that photobiomodulation improves the underlying energetics of the cells in your body. And those changes can benefit nearly every tissue and organ and system in your body. You change your cells and you change your life. For more information, visit ARRCLED.com. Today's guest is none other than Dr. Emily Morse. She's the host and creator of the successful and wildly popular Sex with Emily podcast and website, which, by the way, has the best, most marketable name ever because you cannot forget that name. 
Uh, she's also the author of a book called Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Can Try Tonight. And she's a founder of Kegel Camp, which is an app that is a fun and easy way for men and women to get the benefits of Kegel exercises. And yes, men can do Kegel exercises. And no, you probably don't want to use a Kegel barbell if you're a man. Just saying. Emily, welcome to the show. So great to be on your show again, Dave. I'm so happy for you and all your success. Uh, likewise. I love it. I've been seeing Ask Emily columns everywhere, and I... <laughs> I haven't dared to ask you any of those deep personal questions myself, but that's why we have a show. We can ask all these questions. Can't wait. I'm open. Whatever you got, ask me. All right. I want to know, because it is you know this end of the year season and things like that, the top tech items that can improve your sex life. Okay. What are some of the things that you think are like most interesting right now? This is okay. So this is a good question because I you know, as part of my job, I have to travel around the world to different sex conferences and see what the latest and greatest things that are happening for sex. So one of them is there's like a five minute fix now for women's libido. Imagine that. One of the top questions I get asked is, you know, I don't want, you know, from women and men, why doesn't my partner want to have sex with me? I have low libido, no desire. What do we do about it? And as we know, female Viagra will not ever exist, at least during our time. Um, so there's a product called the Fiera. And when, so it's a product that you, 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 when you use it regularly, a woman attached, so you, so she lays back in bed, uses it five minutes a day and she uses it, put, attaches to your clitoris using gentle suction, right? So what this does is it stimulates her physical arousal. And so there's like blood that rushes to her clitoris, not a vibrator. Um, but what it does do it is it, it spikes her arousal using it once a week for like a month. She's going to realize it without pills, without anything. It was developed by medical professionals for women. There was nothing else like this. Um, I've tried it. We've all tried it. That's another perks of our jobs. We get to try everything on the market and it's pretty amazing. Okay. Um, so is this like a little battery operated suction device kind of thing? Or is it like a little, a little plunger? It's, is that a plunger? So it kind of looks like a little butterfly. So it's kind of like a warm up. So it looks like a little, I mean, it's like the size of your palm and you put it on and it's got this like indicator. Like it's, you'd like this. It's like, um, when it makes an attack, an attachment, a connection, it like suction, the light turns blue and you, and you sit there for five minutes and you, you charge it up like you would like a vibrator. And, and for, and it just has this like gentle, like vibration waves, but not again, not like a vibrator, but and it just, it brings the blood to the clitoris. So women get, women are getting more turned on this way. And then, you know, you take it off and you want, you know, you can have sex and women are reported and you know, they develop again, it was team of professionals, okay. uh, it's probably, yeah, it's awesome. So you use this thing, it's called the Fiera. You use it uh, before sex or just like use it every morning so then you'll just be more aroused all the time? Before sex, use it in the morning as like part of your routine. And women are reporting that once they get, you know, once they get that blood flowing and they're going, that they don't even need to use it as often because they're already in the mood for it. Because, you know, what happens is we get so distracted with our, you know, men, you get turned on with, you see someone walking down the street, you're like, I'm ready to go. For women... If our brain's not on board and our our body will not follow. So if you lay down, you're trying to, you know, and this is going to stimulate you five minutes a day, you start to think about sex more, you're having sex more, you're going to want sex more and it'll increase desire, overall desire for sex. So it's kind of a warm up for women who have decreased libido. Well, that sounds, that sounds 
automated. It's it kind of like the idea. I'm like, oh, I'm just brushing my teeth in the morning and like doing my daily arousal. It's just kind of funny, actually. Because guys don't need to do that. But for women, they're like, I don't want to take a pill. I don't, yeah. you know, don't want to have sex. So it's five minutes. You lay back and then you kind of look forward to it because it's like this. It feels good, you know. You're like, oh, okay. And I want, you know, no, I think I'm ready. I do would like to have some sex, and it's working. And you know, it was developed by a team of women and professionals. So it's just like. It is the number one question I get asked wherever I go. And and every woman thinks they're the only one dealing with it. I get pulled aside at parties like, I don't want to have sex anymore. What do I do? I don't have the desire. And then the men are like, she doesn't want to have sex. So if this device, you buy it, you wear it, you know, a few times a week and it can help, which we've all tried it. It does work. So so that that may sound weird. If, if you're in your mid-20s and you don't have this this problem, you're like, what the heck? Why are these people talking about it? Over time, this is a major issue. I hear about it all the time from people as well. They look like, you know, how do I hack that? And I'm, so, I'm not a sexologist, but one of the things that got a lot of attention at the Bulletproof Conference this year, which you missed, by the way, is I know you were traveling. You were. I was in Amsterdam at a sex conference learning about the FIRA, but I would have loved to have been there. Amsterdam has some pretty good sex conferences, I hear. So <laughs> I, I can see why you made that decision. Uh, I would have been there too. Just kidding. Uh, but... <laughs> What what we did is uh, I had my stem cells taken out and my wife, Dr. Lana, had her stem cells taken out, actually extracted from our own fat, and then re-injected at various parts of the body. So all sorts of injury sites. But I had my stem cells injected into, well, they call it the P-shot. You can imagine where it was, where it was injected. And Lana, who's in her, her late 40s, uh, had her stem cells injected in addition to all the normal like injury sites and things like that. Uh, into what they call the O shot. So, like, basically, I've heard of, no, I, they've been wanting me to do this. Keep going. Good. Yeah. So, profound <laughs> changes in a week, like, like back to twenty five years years old again, like, like giant changes that are just not even believable. She and did the O shot. She did the O shot. So they did it into the vaginal walls and into the clitoris. And like she talked about this on stage. So you're know, like, well, that's the the downside of being a professional biohacker is sometimes. Uh, you broadcast a video of of what your toes look like when the needle goes in. So you see this this video of my toes going, ah, uh, because it was kind of painful to get the shots. But both of us experienced uh, renewed vigor, as uh, you might say. This, but this is, I've heard all about the O shot. They've been wanting to get me in there. So tell me. You, yeah. you should try it. For, you know, she, she's a mother of two kids, and, and things shift over time. And, well, they shifted back really, really radically and really quickly. Uh, things like, oh, my toes curl again and... and Pretty cool stuff. So there are definitely things that you can do that are libido related and even just a little bit of suction like you're talking about, more blood flow. Right. More blood flow on a regular basis equals cells actually come back to life. They're not dead. Exactly. But they're senescent, like they're, they're asleep. They don't have enough metabolic activity. So just a change in blood flow is, is kind of cool. That's so. exactly what it is. I was going to say that it just like it creates the physical arousal that'll like stimulate like your brain to be thinking about it again because it does kind of dormant if you're not wow. paying attention to it, stimulating it with the OSHA. I love that you did. I got to talk to her about it. I'll, I'll watch it. The did you tape all the, the conference? Oh yeah, I'll yeah. The the whole conference proceedings are available online. I'll, I'll get you a, a pass. It's probably bulletproofconference.com. I think is the right thing, but we'll get you the the code because we we have the proceedings all there. A lot of people listening, you're like, okay, either we're, we're all just like kind of talking about this for no reason. But here's the thing. We also had a guy who goes by the name of Dr. Love, uh, Paul Zak, who's an expert in oxytocin, talk about oxytocin. And 
what's happening here is if you don't have a functioning sex life, is your ability to perform in the boardroom, <laughs> uh, as show up as a parent or a, as a spouse, as a friend, as an employee, whatever it is you do in life, uh, if you're not dealing with that part of it, it affects your neurotransmitters. Like it affects your happiness levels. Oh, yeah. and, and so you've got to address this stuff. And if you can do it better or faster or have some kind of technology or uh, uh, do whatever turns you on, even if it involves whatever turns you on, it doesn't matter. Right. It's important that, that you pay Absolutely. attention to those things. But the other thing I want to say, Dave, is it was interesting. You said, well, if in your 20s, you don't have to worry about it. When, I'm ta- when you're in a long-term relationship, if you're in your 20s and you've been dating someone for two years, my producer, she's been in a relationship for three years and she's like, God, she was more excited than anybody. Been living with her boyfriend, she's 28, to try it because she's like, if, if you've been living, you know, you're living with someone, same thing over and over again. It's biology. The honeymoon phase will end everybody. It happens in every relationship and everyone's so surprised that, God, I no longer want to have sex anymore as much as I did those first six months. It's eating the same flavor of ice cream every day for the rest of your life. I mean, you, you might want to put some chocolate sauce on there. That's all I'm saying. Like just a little chocolate, little sprinkles. Yeah, like like what, whatever whatever little variations are good. And if it's a piece <laughs> of technology, that's cool. But uh, I, I agree. And, and this is something that no one told me uh, when I was in my 20s. I, I don't think people talk about this very much. And your columns and your writing, you talk about this quite a bit. But for, the, for, for listeners who are... Uh, earlier in the stages of adult development, the Arctonian stages there, um, this happens to pretty much all of us over time. And uh, I'm, I just turned 44, uh, and it's amazing what changes over time, even if you're doing anti-aging stuff. No, it is, it is absolutely true. And I always wonder why, because I get hundreds of emails a day to my inbox, you know, I text on my site, if you have questions, we answer them on the podcast. And literally, it's like they, they realized it was like they were the first one that realized like the world wasn't flat. They're like, oh, my God, I, I no longer want to have sex. I love my boyfriend. We've been together two years. It's like nobody prepares you for this. And I always tell couples, you prepare for everything else. You move in together. You kind of decide on what color you're going to paint the room. You might start saving for a 101 401k. Are we going to move to the country or the city? But you don't talk about your sex life because just know it, it is going to wane. It, it, there will be challenges. It's part of being in a relationship. So we talk about that a lot. Prepare for it. Don't be so shocked. We have things you can do. And something that actually inspires me is that it may be social media that did it or, or just the ease of communication. But I, I find that, that people, like I, I look back to the way I was when I was 20. And I was pretty resistant to outside information. And, and so were a lot of the people around me. And I, I find that, that the younger people I get to hang out with now they're actively seeking uh, to avoid the kind of mistakes. And I was like, I'll make those mistakes myself. And it's kind of cool because they'll ask the questions on your show and they'll listen to the answer. Whereas I wouldn't even ask the question back then. Right. And I think back then we didn't even know what the questions were. Like my sex education was abysmal. And my mom would say, if you got any questions, ask me. Well, I didn't, didn't even know what to ask. And I was a I never had an orgasm. I didn't think to masturbate. I didn't know. And so now it's like we kind of know. And there's so many places to, not a lot of places to get great sex information. My website, I hope. But in sex education is, like I said, abysmal. But yeah, now people are more curious. So it's good. They're more curious and just more open to uh, open to, <laughs> to playing uh, playing with, with what's happening and just to learning from others. So I'm, I'm happy that you're talking about uh, the the changes that happen in relationships. The other thing that happens uh, that no one talks about, and you may have addressed this on one of your shows, but if not, I want to hear your thoughts on this or if you've heard about it. When you're on the pill, uh-huh. it changes how you how you sense your mate's smell. 
So, so yeah. there's, we're, we're attracted to people based on smell and a bunch of other things. But so a woman will be really attracted to her, her boyfriend. They get married. She goes off the pill and all of a sudden he's not attractive anymore. This is like scary stuff. So like my advice for people who are on the pill, number one, if you want to live a long time and not get cancer and all that stuff, quit messing with your hormones, get off the pill and start like tracking your ovulation and just like learn how your body works. But okay, if you're not going to do that, get off the pill for at least six months before you get married because if you lose attraction to the person that you think is the one, you might want to know that before you have babies. Just saying, right? I totally agree with you. I mean, the pill, here's the other thing that we didn't find out. They just, your doctor goes in and he gives you a pill. He doesn't tell you, guess what? You might, besides all the attraction stuff, you might get depressed. You know, you're going to be bloated. You, you, you know, all these side effects that, that no one tells you. And they also don't tell you that you can adjust it. That if this pill doesn't work for you, you might need another kind of birth control. Um, adjust it, you know, the different level, estrogen, progesterone, IUD, whatever you want to get. And they warn you of nothing. When young girls who are getting it, they're like, I don't want to go back to the doctor. Hard enough to get an appointment. So there's all these things around the pill that I think you're right. You know, just use condoms. <laughs> get, get pill, maybe take some time, uh, figure it out. You're right. But it is true. What if you made this big mistake? You wake up and smell the, your husband and he's the wrong guy for you. <laughs> wake up and Smell the roses, smell the, smell the husband, yeah. There's other things too. The, the more I dig into how our bodies work and, and the delicate dance we have with the environment around us, the reason you're attracted to the smell of, of your husband and he's attracted to you is that that signals biological genetic compatibility. So you are at a very low level wired to not want to have sex with people who aren't going to give you good babies. And, and so if you mess with that system, it, it's just not going to end well. And it's not that you can't have a healthy baby. It's just that the baby won't be as healthy as it could have been had you, had you allowed your body to help you choose someone you're attracted to. Right. I know. It's fascinating. It, it is. Yeah, this happened. Your wife got off the pill and she was like, ah. Oh, she didn't like me in the first place. She was she was just using me for my good looks. It's, it's, no change. You look good. David, I've got to say you look good. Just kidding. <laughs> We, she wasn't on the pill. She, uh, uh, being a trained physician who looked at the side effects, was like, this is bad news. I'm not doing that. I know. It is bad news. I mean, even my nieces, they're like getting on the pill. I'm like, God, can we talk? Like, we, yeah, not the best yeah. thing. Now, let's talk about Kegel exercises because this is something that I actually haven't written about, I don't believe, on the Bulletproof website. But it's something I've known about for a long time, something that guys absolutely should be doing, something that I've actually done for a long time, uh, and Good. something that a lot of women do. So let's talk about Kegel exercises first for women, what they are, what the benefits are, if you have any hacks for them, and then tell me about Kegel exercises for men, because I think a lot of people don't know about this. Okay, so Kegel exercises are another way, they're kind of like the... Um, they're kind of a little bit of magic. I've just imagined junior Kegels and they don't take that much time. If you do them a few times a week, you'll see such so many improvements. So let's talk about them for women. It's if you don't know what they are, it's those best way to describe it. I've not found a more elegant way, but it's those <laughs> pee stopping muscles. When you stop and start the flow of urine, like if you're going to the bathroom and someone knocks on the door and you stop it, it's those muscles. And what you do is five minutes a day, you tense, relax them, tense, relax. You hold them for like 10 seconds, relax. I have, a, I have an iPhone app called Kegel Camp that I created because doctors always tell you to do them and you never remember. So it remi can remind you twice a day to do them as many times and it gets harder. There's 20 levels. The point is you do them and these muscles atrophy over time. They just will. Your pelvic floor, um, 
like everything else will drop. Um, but even like no matter what age you are, it's important to, to work them. And for women, you can have stronger orgasms after childbirth. A lot of women suffer from urinary incontinence. You know, you sneeze and you pee. Not so fun. Um, and just healthy to keep those to keep those muscles strong. And so so it's just, um, you know, for and for a lot of women, they just I mean, even for so for myself, I haven't had kids, but I was feeling like, um, you know, practice what I preach. I'm going to do them. And I have to say. Just like the um, Fira for the libido, I felt like it enhanced my libido because there, because we just shut down that whole part of our body, women. You know, we're like neck up, <laughs> and so just the fact of like five minutes a day breathing into it, it's like I've got kegels of steel. Like I wish I could show you, but you know, I did things like that. But it's like I'm having stronger orgasms. I'm desiring sex more because I'm I'm put, drawing attention to that area. No, you don't have to be naked to do these. Like like you could be doing kegel exercises right now, and I wouldn't know it. Oh yeah. Actually, I've been doing them the whole show. Me too. Right? To, a... <laughs> my goal is when I'm a guest on other people's podcasts. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> Doctors are always like, oh, when you're doing them, when you're on a traffic light, do them. And people do can get those routines down like every time. I have a friend who you say every time I'm on the phone, I do them. But I am not. I forget. So that's why my app is like reminder and then walks you through it. So, yes, you could do them anywhere. You could do them. It tends relax those muscles. And the thing is, a lot of people do them incorrectly. So, you know, I've got some information on my site and uh, they squeeze their butts too much, but it's like really these really these delicate muscles that you just got to make sure you tense and relax them again. Five minutes. It, it helps. Now you, you hold them for five minutes straight or you, you tense oh, on and off for five minutes. Five, the entire exercise routine is five minutes. You can do mm -hmm. three if you want to hack it. Right. But you're doing, are you holding for five seconds? Like, like I'm, I'm assuming there's, there's women listening to this right now. who are like, okay, I'm going to try this. Yeah. So, okay, so, so when you hold them for five seconds, release for it. So you tense, relax, five seconds, tense and hold. Now on my app, again, you don't have to use my, app. Being with my what, app. What's the name? What's the name of the app? Called Kegel Camp. Kegel Camp. All right. So if you want that Android and iPhone? Just iPhone. Just iPhone. Yeah, I know. The, the, the Android years. people are going to be yelling and post. I, you Android people are so angry. I'm They're just kidding. They're so angry at me every day they email me. I'm going <laughs> to get it on there, I swear. Um, but I've had it for years. I just had, you know, there's so many things going on. I got to oh, yeah. get an Android, but, and I'm going to be honest, there's other apps too, but mine's the best. However, there might be an Android version of something else, but it gets hard. So when I first launched the app, I only had 10 levels and how it gets increasingly more difficult is you hold them longer. So it's still a five minute routine or three minute, but then you tense and hold for 10 seconds and release it for 10 seconds. So you do rapid ones, you know, you play with it. But it's still the same muscles and you just like any other kind of exercise routine, you mix up your routine and it gets increasingly harder. So I released it at 10 levels thinking, is anyone really going to do it? Well, they were like, I've got to 10 now. What? So now there's 20 levels and people are like, oh, my God. I mean, I've got so we'll talk about the benefits for men. I've got guys who are like, oh, my God, now I shoot across the room like I'm 19 years old, for example, <laughs> and they ejaculate. They're like. You know what I mean? I can maintain my erection longer. I can, you know, for the prostate for men. And men and women do them the same way. We all have those, the, the pelvic floor muscles, the Kegel muscles to work on. Um, for women, the new technology this year was um, a product called the Intensity by Pormois. Um, These are all on my website as well, uh, okay. com. But the coolest thing about this product is, Oh God, I love this. But I don't know which you could do this for every kind of exercise is that it's an insertable product you put inside, you cuddle. It looks, what well, kind of is a vibrator to be honest? It looks like a rabbit vibrator, mm -hmm. but it uses gentle electrostimulation 
five to eight minutes a day or four times a week, and it stimulates your Kegel muscles so it actually does it for you. You lie back in bed, read a mat, you know, look, check out your phone, return email. And I'm telling you, I don't even have to do them on my own. They oh, yeah. it totally works. And it feels good. And then it's a vibrator. And at the end, you're like, okay, I get a little reward here. <laughs> reward you for your workout. So if, if, if people listening think that's skeptical, I, I just have to tell you, like straight up, the vast majority of how my whole body looks right now comes from vibration and electrical stimulation. Like it puts on muscle. Like I use the Bulletproof Vibe, which is the standing uh, vibration platform that I manufacture. And like you can, you can like look at me. I'm not like the most ripped. And New York Times says, New York Times says I'm almost muscular, which is what I want to be. But there's that, and I put electrodes on my arm, and I run the same kind of currents, but heavier, over Wait. my body. Like that's what that's what I do. You don't do you're sitting home like eating popcorn exercising? I, I stand for ten minutes a day on a platform while I'm on the phone and it vibrates thirty times a second. I do little yoga plat little yoga poses, like one legged forward folds or squats. But I'm not like working out squats. I'm on the phone doing them. I just stand there and then I run electricity once or twice a week and sometimes I lift heavy stuff like maybe once every two weeks and I go for a walk every now and then. But like literally yeah. I work out less than anyone I know and I'm looking pretty good for a mid forties guy. Amazing. I was like, Why do you look so good? Um, is it all bulletproof? No, I mean... Well, I, really- I do the bulletproof stuff. I, I had my own stem cells put in my blood. Like, I, I do everything. I'm, I'm going to live to 180 years old. Like, there's nothing on earth that I don't do, but I don't exercise all the time. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is, like, this is an example. The two technologies that you're talking about there, like electrical stimulation and what... Well, I, I don't really, I don't really right. like, put myself in whole body suction, except, actually, I do. I have a machine <laughs> that takes me to 22,000 feet elevation. Literally, it, like, removes air pressure and then puts it back. So it's, like... For my whole body all at the same time. It's like a space capsule thing. Anyway, this is biohacking craziness. I love biohacking craziness for workout because <laughs> I always say, what if you could do something that would do your sit-ups for you? What I was talking yeah. about this in my show. And how amazing would that be if you have to go to the gym and you're telling me you've actually invented well, this? No, actually, that's Suzanne, uh, Suzanne Summer. She's been on the show too. She That ab blaster stuff with the electrical yeah. stem, it's not a joke. When you right? run electrical current over your muscles, the right waveforms, they totally, totally work. Uh, okay. There's even like a face master that she makes where it's like electrical stem around your eyes. I don't, I, she sent me one and it's really cool. I don't use it regularly because I don't have all sorts of toys. But when you do use it, oh my God, if you have like crow's feet and bags, you can shock them away in two minutes and it like exercises That's your face muscles. On my show, if you're not going to use it, I'm totally going to use it. <laughs> awesome. I'm sure she'll. Crow's feet. No, so this is the same kind of thing. Yeah, this yeah. intensity. You put it inside if you're like, I can't do it. And it's a vibrator. So, hey. And it also will stimulate libido. But that's so cool. I love you're doing all this well, stuff. Well, I'm just saying that that stuff really works for muscle development. And if if you're a woman of any age, or frankly a guy, although really we don't get as much attention down there from electrical current stuff, uh, but uh, like these kinds of things to increase strength in the pelvic floor it goes beyond just sexual uh, interest and performance. They talk about your core muscles in right. your in your meditation and like the Eastern yoga side of things. The, that's the the lowest of the uh, what do we call them? The I'm blanking Shock. on the the locks. There's three mm-hmm. three different locks. There's mudras, budras, uh, and so there's basically a root lock that's called that, that's called. There's also a throat lock. So when you have a strong core, in other words, the perineum area, it mm-hmm. actually grounds you and enables you to move energy up your central column. So this goes beyond just like I'm good in bed and I, I have powerful yeah. orgasms. It's like I am more present as a woman or a man because the core of my my very core is strong. 
I'm so glad you brought that up because it's actually, you know, I do a lot of meditation and breathing and I realize a lot of times I, you know, I was very, um, you know, chest up. I wasn't as connected, you know, with all my yoga and all the spiritual and meditating for 20 years, oftentimes, you know, you go through your day, this whole part of me can be just shut down. So when you're breathing into your pelvic floor while you're doing these exercises and strengthening your pelvic floor, it does have an amazing impact on your entire body and your entire well-being. You're so right. All right, so this this tech, uh, these are like biohacking tech for sex, but this was called uh, Intensity, and it was by Poor Me or something? Poor Moi, like for me in French. Okay. P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com. All right. And it's all on my website because they sent me one, and I'm like, because I, I would never talk about a product that I didn't, you know, I try everything. Luckily, we get like 25 pounds of sex toys sent to us today. You, you so have a good life, get, don't you? <laughs> I really do, have, I have to say, like, some guy emailed me. I'm actually doing these dating apps now for fun and a test. And maybe we'll get to that. But he was like, you, how did you manage to turn my favorite hobby into your career? I'm like, cause it's sex. It's amazing. It's fun. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I was happy to get your bulletproof coffee the other day because I was like, usually it's toys. That was the actually a nice, uh, change from the board. I, I don't recommend ground coffee for use down there, but there are <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's coffee in the mug. Um, and I love Contigo that you use Contigo because I'm obsessed with Contigo everything. They make some amazing mugs, the, the Bulletproof Contigo mug. Like I tested a hundred mugs to find one that was like the perfect one. Yeah. No, that's, I, I gift it to all my friends, the Contigo everything. They're water bottles. I have it right here. I have 15 of them. Like every, <laughs> every part of my life I have because they don't spill. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I do the best job ever. And they sent to me. I'm like, really? Like, am I going to do this? And then I, sure enough, it became part of my, I meditate. I do my kegels. I do this thing. And right. I'll work. I, I'm just going to go there. I'm, my wife will probably kill me. But given that I mentioned I do my exercise uh, with electrical stimulation, it is conceivably possible that you could put the negative electrodes on one person and the positive electrodes on another person. And then the areas where the two people are contacting that have the most electrical flow, which would be the wettest areas, might carry the most current. Okay. Uh, does anyone ever say anything like that? No, I don't even, I know, I missed you there. I don't <laughs> right. even, lost so me. It, it's possible during sex to have electrical current, like the, the little, the TENS units, the ones you can buy, the little, the, the cheap $10 massage me kind of, kind of electrical current things. Oh, you're talking about electrostimulation, like vibrator? Yeah, like, like the, the vibrator thing that you were just talking about. Yeah, uh, okay, got it. But you can actually take, if you have a, a, a positive terminal and a negative terminal, you can put them on different sex partners. Right. So then the areas where you come together actually literally carry a small tingling electrical current. Right. Which means that your lips, your fingers, and well, the obvious areas are going to do that. So given that I have electrical stimulation equipment that changes physiology, I'm like, how could I not try something like that? Or theoretically try something I, like that? It's a huge thing right now. I've got yeah. a whole vibrator kit here they sent me that's all electrostimulation. People use it for electroplay, for, for, for sex. So there's all these vibrators now. Um, that's, you know, it goes beyond vibrations, but that, that shock to your system can actually be a great turn-on for people. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But it's, it, there's like the, oh, I'm just going to shock myself. But it's one thing when basically one person is half of the connection, the other person's the other half of the connection. Yeah. So only the areas where you touch does the electrical current flow. Right, exactly. Right. And it can feel really good. It's just kind of like if you give yourself a massage, it won't feel so good. But if someone else is stimulating you, it can feel amazing. Exactly. Now, or not. It, it, it also like well, it kind of connects your nervous systems in a weird way. 
But do you think there's any danger in, in this stuff? Not like your heart's going to stop, that it's not like that, but like, are there long-term safety studies for this stuff that you're aware of? Um, I haven't heard, I mean, God, I mean, you always hear about dangers with sex and people, they take it too far, like, you know, autoerotic asphyxiation, you know, I don't encourage that. Uh, um, make sure, you know, or even bondage with like shibari ropes and they do stuff. You got to be careful with everything. Um, I, I haven't heard <laughs> these devices. I mean, yes, with electro, this electric stimulation, you sure you can go too far and like with everything, but I haven't heard any, and I read everything about sex. I've never heard anybody, you know, completely shocking themselves to the point of like, you know, anything yeah, super. I, I don't think there's any short term risk. I, I just wonder. Like I, I believe long-term electrical stimulation actually makes your cells stronger. It adds electrons uh, to your mitochondria. Uh, um, uh, Terry Walls, who's been on the show, who wrote the book Mind D, My Mitochondria, actually used the electrical stem to, to cure her MS. So she got out of a wheelchair using battery-powered Ow. stem, uh, along with diet and everything else. So I, I think we're doing good things, but there are a group of people out there who will be like, oh my God, you know, what's going to happen? And my advice for everyone listening is if it's plugged into the wall, don't stick it inside you. If it's battery powered and it doesn't have a, re- a rotating motor, it's probably not going to have a big electrical field. If, it, if it's a vibrator, it may have a small electrical field and it may not be good for you over long periods of time. We don't know. And this intensity actually it takes like two AA batteries. So yeah. it's not into the wall and you can't really, I mean, you start at a really low speed, but who knows? Just like everything else, people are like, oh, can vibrators, are they bad for you? Are they going to numb you? I mean, in moderation, people pay attention to your body. Don't okay. know. Yeah. Well, I didn't know we'd go into that level of detail in electrical play, but I did have Mistress Natalie on a while ago, a professional dominatrix from New York, and she went way deeper on that stuff than I ever thought, so no she problem. Did. Right. Oh. No, I mean, why not? People yeah. just, I think sex it's going to become a little, how do you know what you're going to be into? People are like, oh, I can never do that. Or that's way outside my, you know, my box. But I don't know. Just like if you eat the same meal every day, the same kind of sex every day, why not try something new? Why not like experiment with it? You might, you know, who knows? Maybe it feels good to get shocked during sex. Yeah. With the right, yeah or at least have some tingly stuff in the right places if it's not getting shocked. And there's yeah. the, the bottom line is that like we're, we're humans here to have an experience and to have experiences so if there's an experience you're attracted to, my advice would be if no one's getting hurt, at least not very much, <laughs> go or for it. Right. You, you, yeah. might, you might like it, right? The worst you'll do is not like it and then say, don't do that anymore. So. Yeah, that's what I always tell my listeners. I'm like, well, what, you know, why not? I think that we have such a, 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 um, a limited view of what kind of pleasure we can have from sex because we have sex the same way typically over and over and over again. Oh, I can only have an orgasm this way on top, on the bottom, or I only feel good in this position. And it's like, well, how do you know? Just because that's how you've always done it, you know, that's like the, the biggest curse in language. Like we've always done it this way, right? To say that this is, so why not try something like, you know, even in my office, again, best job ever, we, I had a woman who worked for me and she was like, I've never had a multiple orgasm. So obviously it won't happen. I was like, well, you know, how do you know it won't happen? She's like, I just know, you know, we make decisions like this all the time. I said, well, try this. I gave her some tips. She, we were doing a sex with Emily team does a um, sex toy review show podcast. once a month. She came back in the next day and she said, I had five. (laughs) I'm like, wow, you even surpassed most people. So it's like, we have such limitations about what we're going to like with sex or, or that it's always going to be the same. And I'm just saying, God, if you really want to have longevity with your sex life, attraction to your partner, or just even learn your own body, you know, try some of these things. And it's sex. It's supposed to be fun and pleasurable. Go there. Try it. It, it is indeed. And I, I love hearing that. Now, 
for the new year, a lot of people make resolutions. And I don't know how many people make sexual resolutions for the new year, but what resolutions to improve someone's sex life would you recommend? Um, God, I recommend that everybody adds in just one little sexual resolution because again, we're talking about preventing what we know is going to happen, some kind of malaise in your sex life. I say resolve to masturbate with a purpose. Uh, like orgasm (laughs) (laughs) or some other purpose. (laughs) Okay. We know that's a sure thing. And you're thinking, you know what? I got my hand. Men are going, I I, I do it all the time. Like how hard is that? Oh wait, I did say Exactly. (laughs) But for women, um, you know, again, we tend, and men, we tend to masturbate the same way if we do it all over well, women over and over and over again. And there's so much information that we can get from taking time to masturbate that will actually help us improve our sex life. Um, try new things, understand your body, like try, you know, I have nothing against like watching porn, reading erotica, trying a new sex toy, um, exploring your body in different ways, using your fingers, you know, nipple orgasm, second most common orgasm. How many women have had one of those? That's, I haven't, I haven't really focused on it. It's it's on my bucket list, but just like with the purpose of knowing your body more and wanting more pleasure in the year. And then also you might learn some things that you never knew that it felt great when someone like tickles the inside of your, you know, wrist here or something, your forearm. And then you can share that with a partner. And then they'll improve your sex life. So try new things, setting the mood, toys. I'm a huge fan of toys, different positions. Like just don't stagnate there, okay? Masturbation. Right. So resolve, no stagnation. Oh, what about the role of, of, of shame? It, it seems like a lot of people are really ashamed that they, that they might like something or they wouldn't like something. And it, it seems like the more shame that's associated with, with something when someone does it, like the more intense the experience for them. Uh, at least that's what mistress Natalie was was talking about there. Oh God, there's so much shame. What's your take on that? My take is, um, yes, (laughs) there's so much shame when it comes to, to sex and to asking for what we want to even admitting that we masturbate or that we enjoy sex and it never goes away. I mean, for a lot of people, it doesn't go away and it can start from childhood, religion and messages we got, you know, Um, especially as young girls, you know, there's always that time in a young girl's life when we're maybe about six or seven and everything's great. Maybe we're, you know, we feel like we're just like the guys. It's a hot summer day. We're outside. Maybe we take our shirt off as well. And someone says, you know, Hey there, you know, Emily, little Emily, put your shirt on. You're not supposed to be like cross your legs. And so that's when the shame starts. We think, well, there's something wrong, you know, with my body parts. Like I should be shameful of showing myself. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't walk around when you're 15 with your shirt off, but there's just something bad around our bodies. There's shame. We're not taught anything about pleasure. You know, that actually can feel good. We're just taught cover up your body's just only for you to see. And these messages start at a very, very young age. And if that's the conditioning we got in our home, it's going to continue into our sex life. I mean, I talk to people of all ages, literally, that are just like, wow, but I just feel so bad talking about sex or masturbating still. And so, um, and the, and I think just the way to get over that is to, you know, realize that, you know, sex is for your pleasure and to just kind of, it's reprogramming the mind really. And realizing that, like, you're not going to hell. You actually might, you know, you're going to experience so much more pleasure, you know, all the serotonin, dopamine, everything will be spiked because of the pleasure you're getting from it. And it's really just kind of, you know, just altering the way that you think around sex, but shame is a tough one. Um, and so that's why couples don't often communicate around sex 
because they're afraid that they're going to be shamed for asking for what they want in bed, that a woman's going to feel, you know, like she'll be judged as a slut because she knows that if she's in this position, this is the most pleasure. Or if a guy asks, you know, for certain fantasy that he wants, pleasure that he'll be judged. It's just, it's all messed up in our brains and it prevents us from having the best sex we can. That's a good resolution for, for the beginning of the year, but also just any time. Just, just resolve yeah. to, to ask for something you want in bed that you've never had. Right. And like that, that's a powerful thing to do. It's also a little bit scary for most people, but you'll probably find that if you do that, you, you might get what you ask for. And you might even yeah. like it. And your partner might like it or they might not. But if you don't ask, you'll never know. Exactly. I always say communication is a lubrication because the more that you actually practice talking to your partner about sex, and what you like and what you want, you're going to find out that like your sex life's going to improve. And it's like a muscle, like, like communicating about sex. We don't learn it. Like no one tells you how to do it. So yes, it will be a little uncomfortable the first time, but believe me, like the rewards are going to come back like tenfold. So just, uh, practice communicating and asking for what you want. And if it's not comfortable for you, I often say like, make a sexual bucket list with your partner. Be like, you know, these are the five things I want to try. And then you exchange lists. You know, and see, like, let's kind of put these on, you know, January, we'll do this, February, and your sex life could just go through the roof. You know, why not try? Life's too short not to have good sex. It's totally true. Life is way too short for, for mediocre sex. Yeah. Now, we're coming up on the end of the show, and I'd Aww. love to ask you the bulletproof question. Do and it. since you've already been on the show once, so you've already answered the original bulletproof question, so I'm going to ask you a different question. The normal question is, you know, what are your top three recommendations for someone who comes to you and says, look, I want to perform better at everything I do in life? You've already answered that question. However, if someone came to you tomorrow and said, what are your top three recommendations for performing better in the bedroom? What would you say? You only have three things you can recommend. What are they? Okay. Man um, or woman, one, it's got to be generic. Okay, generic. I would say number one is um, masturbation. Even for men, men and women, men are like, I don't have a problem with that. But like masturbate a little bit differently for men too. Like you think that, oh, I've got my hand. It feels good. Try a fleshlight. Try something different. Try prostate play. Masturbate, masturbate. It's the most best information you'll get about what feels good. So masturbation, um, communication, communicate, like just start, like I just said, communicate with your partner. That will help everybody across the board. Most people do not ask for what they want out of fear and are shame, and then they're never going to get it, and then they have bad sex. So I'd say, like, it's kind of what I said, masturbate, communicate, and honestly, use lube. <laughs> I'm telling Top you. Top three, I love it. Top three. Lubrication, people are like, oh, don't worry. I don't have a problem. This is what everyone says to me. Oh, no, we don't have that problem. We're already wet. No, no, no. Guess what? Lube, I want, my dream is a lube on every nightstand. Like, literally, <laughs> like, you know, like Steve Jobs, computer, lube on every nightstand because there's this stigma that if you use lube, it's because she's dry. There's discomfort. You didn't turn her on. It's embarrassing. They're, they're, and I'm not talking about KY jelly. Like I'm saying like, go get a good bottle of like system Joe lube or something that's great. And you add a few drops, you know, a few drops before you start sex on the clitoris or on your penis. I'm telling you women, 80% of women in this study at Indiana university showed they were more likely to orgasm when you add a little lube. Those are my uh, tips. That sounds like a pretty good tip. All right, Emily, thank you for being on Bulletproof Radio and sharing some incredibly interesting new technologies around, well, hacking your ability to have an orgasm. (laughs) 
People can find out more at sexwithemily.com. They can subscribe to your podcast by the same name and find your content with Ask Emily pretty much all over the place now. Did I get all the good places? Yep, all the good places. It's like, uh, you know, it's all on my website. You can find it. And also social media. We do a lot of giveaways, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. It's all at Facebook, at uh, Sex Devil Across the Board. Yeah, just go there. You'll learn it all because I'm everywhere on the web, on the web. but Sex Devil is a good home base to start. Awesome. The podcast, all that. Thanks for being on Bulletproof Radio this time. So fun. Next time you're on Sex with Emily. All right, it's a deal. Okay. If you liked today's episode, you could head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star ranking, which I always appreciate. Or if you want more, you could check out the box that I ship quarterly. Every quarter, I put together a couple hundred dollars worth of new biohacking technology uh, sometimes software, but usually stuff, like really interesting devices, maybe even some of the types of devices and other things we talked about on the show today. I curate these. I spend three months putting this stuff together, getting really good deals, putting it into a box, and shipping it to you. So you spend $100 to get way more than $100 worth of stuff, and it's personally picked out by me as being biohacker approved. So I ship this to you quarterly. So if you want to get the Dave Asprey box that's shipped quarterly, you can go to biohacked.com and subscribe. When you subscribe, I'll immediately start making sure I get enough of all the things for you. And I usually include some very high-value golden ticket items, which means that, for instance, in the last box, uh, someone won a $15,000 five-day trip to the 40 Years of Zen most exclusive brain training program in the world right now, which is, which is kind of cool. And quite often we give away things worth thousands of dollars to a few lucky winners. So you might want to check that out. You just subscribe. You always get way more than you pay for. And it's always approved by me. And I record a video telling you what all this stuff is for. That's at biohacked.com. That's biohacked. Okay. (laughs) That's biohacked with an ED on the end.com. Just look for the Dave Asprey box. human upgrade formerly bulletproof radio was created and is hosted by dave asprey the information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing treating curing or preventing any disease before using any products referenced on the podcast consult with your healthcare provider carefully read all labels and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.